I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. I think we're going to have an extra long episode for you guys today. Buckle up. We have a lot to go over. Since I last spoke to you guys last week, there's just been a ton of crazy news coming out and we don't have time in this episode to go over everything, like not even close. So tomorrow will be packed as well, but we're going to address some of the most urgent things here at the top. So without further ado, let's jump into the news. So we have three mini stories today. First up, Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour has begun and TikTok is all a Twitter. As one of the biggest and most prolific performing artists world over, she is making headlines because she's actually had four albums come out since she was last able to tour. So she will be debuting Lover, Folklore, Evermore, and Midnight's four separate albums for the first time on stage. And she's also going to be doing that along with songs that she was previously not allowed to perform due to her not owning her masters. But as you guys know, with that whole thing, we've broken it down on here before. She re-released all her music with slight changes so that she'd be able to perform those versions of her original songs, effectively buying her own masters back. So She just actually released four previously unheard songs from those Masters albums to celebrate the start of this tour. So all I can say is, what a time to be a Swifty. And by the way, for the record, I don't know if I'm putting myself in that category of a Swifty. I love her music, but I've never seen her perform. I don't own a t-shirt or any merch of hers. Um, But I think she is amazing and very, very talented. So it's been fun to watch her sort of come into her own for this ginormous tour. Anywho, just as a heads up for our second mini story, I wanted to let you guys know that frozen fruit from both Costco and Trader Joe's is being recalled for a hepatitis A outbreak. So if you guys have frozen strawberries from Costco or Trader Joe's or the organic tropical blend frozen fruit from Trader Joe's at home, toss it. Better safe than with a liver infection. And for our third and final mini story today, just FYI, Putin and Xi Jinping, China's leader, are supposed to be meeting and holding a joint press conference today. So definitely be on the look out for any headlines or major revelations from that meeting. Um, 
set to be potentially major. You can look out for those headlines on our social media if you'd like. Our Instagram handles are sugarfreemedia.co and newsdujour.podcast. So we will be posting anything major onto our stories there. Or if you'd like to become a patron, we share any kind of major breaking news like that to our patrons directly and they'll get a notification on their phones if they have the app downloaded. So it's basically like getting a text from us saying like, hey girl, here is what's going on in the news. So if you're interested in that, you can find that at patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that brings us right to our very first longer story today, which is pretty major. Trump and Putin potentially being arrested in the same week or the same month. Wow, Uh, this is major. Two presidents with arrests hanging in the balance. Let's go through all of the details. So in Trump's case, let's start with him. We don't know much beyond what he himself has told us and sort of some periphery facts that we can gather. So let's walk through what we know. We know that Donald Trump got onto his social platform, Truth Social, and posted, in all caps, quote, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest, comma, take our nation back, exclamation point, end quote. Then his lawyer kind of backtracked this comment for him. The lawyer said that Mr. Trump does not know of any specific information about an arrest, but was, quote unquote, highlighting his innocence. But having lived through January 6th, I don't know about you guys, but this post definitely sent chills down my spine. It was much more direct than some of the tweets that he was sending out that caused a a deadly riot to occur. And the last thing we need as a country is another bloody protest for the sake of someone who's lost a presidential election. And the stakes are getting more and more terrifying, as if that was possible. Reports are coming out that far-right groups, the kind who stormed the Capitol, are buying up properties in D.C. surrounding the Capitol building, creating a MAGA campus of sorts in D.C., right next to where they staged this deadly riot. So what are their intentions? Who can say? Maybe they're just using it as office space for lobbying efforts, but it is a lot of real estate, nine different properties. So maybe they're trying to finish what they started on that fateful January day. And that wraps up what we know about Trump. And, you know, we covered in previous episodes last week that, you know, Michael Cohen is being seen by the grand jury and his lawyers. And it definitely seems like things are coming out and closing in. So who knows? Maybe this arrest comment has some merit to it, but we won't know until it happens. So definitely be on the lookout for those headlines. And again, you can follow us on social media to stay up to date. We will repost the minute we see anything like that. But that brings us over to Putin in Russia. So Putin, you guys, 
his situation is much less ambiguous, but challenging in other ways. So his arrest warrant has now been issued for Vladimir Putin by the International Criminal Court in The Hague that was initiated about 20 years ago in the wake of the Rwandan genocide. Putin is being charged officially with war crimes, namely the abduction and deportation of Ukrainian children from the war zone. As we've reported before on this podcast, these children are then taken to Russia and forced to learn about the Russian state and essentially undergo brainwashing on the daily. And some rumors even allege that these children are being trained to go and fight against their own countrymen eventually, but that hasn't really been substantiated. When asked about the charges, President Biden agreed that he felt these charges were justified against Putin. But the problem isn't going to be charging Putin, but tracking him down to actually carry out an arrest. He is pretty slippery, and Russia is not a member of the International Criminal Court. But if he were ever to try to travel to a country that is part of this court, they would be legally obligated to arrest him on the spot. So it does limit his movements, further isolating him. As we've talked about, Russia right now is really cut off due to all of the economic sanctions that have gone down. And, you know, a lot of these Russian oligarchs are very rich. Russians are moving to places like Dubai where they can have a little bit more freedom of movement and more access to their funds and things like that and basically stage a more free life. So Russia is just getting further and further isolated. And this is if anything, just amounts to further isolation. And maybe Putin will live out his life with this hanging over his head and it never comes to fruition. But having these charges made against him makes it official that the international community sees him as a war criminal. And for our last story today, recession. Is that you? Over a year now, experts have been predicting a recession, and we have to ask ourselves, is this looming disaster finally falling upon us? It's easy to feel that way, especially when you're hearing things like bank collapse and those terms thrown around. It is possible that this event could spiral into something akin to 2008, but That's only if we let our fears get the better of us. So we covered the Silicon Valley bank collapse last week, and that could have been an isolated event. But since then, two other banks have fallen, Silvergate Capital Corporation and Signature Bank. Why? Well, like we mentioned last week, People have been spooked by the Silicon Valley bank collapse and they've been pulling their money out of smaller community banks and switching it into banks that are too big to fail, like Bank of America, for example. They're worried that the U.S. government might not be able to bail out all the little banks that could go under and that their money might poof, disappear 
So they've been pulling it out and that is causing these smaller banks to fail in the same way that the Silicon Valley Bank did because too many people are trying to cash out all at once. And that brings me back to what I said at the start of this story. Right now, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. This is a largely psychological issue. If people continue to get spooked and pull out their cash, then we will be looking at a larger issue. So stay put and stay tuned. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, nothing will work unless you do. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.